Welcome to Baby Tour Guide's Montessori Babies podcast. I'm your host and baby tour guide, Bianca Solorsano, and for the last decade, I have dedicated myself to helping parents, educators, and caregivers optimize baby development through a Montessori lens. This podcast is all about evolving our Montessori practice to make our time with our sweet babies easier, relaxed, and so much fun. Let's jump into it. everyone. Welcome to episode six of our second season of the Montessori Babies podcast. I first want to start out by saying hi, hello to all of you amazing listeners, and thank you for being so patient with me as I navigate figuring out how to podcast and work and be here to support all of you wonderful parents and caregivers, as well as journey with my own baby full-time at home, and it is all a learning and balance game, but I know I'm taking a bit longer to release a new episode, so I just want to let you know that I am definitely feeling like there is more balance each day, and I am ready to keep bringing all this wonderful Montessori Babies content to you guys. So interestingly enough, today's episode actually highlights why I started the second season of this show. And that is because I am now a Montessori mommy (laughs) and I am currently in the midst of this experience with my amazing four-month-old son. And I am really having the time of my life in this experience. But of course, in true parenthood fashion, it hasn't been without so many twists and turns and surprises and just wonderful learning moments. And so today we are going to be talking about some of those themes. So to start, let's go ahead and jump into our quote for today. And that is, babies control and bring up their families as much as they are controlled by them. In fact, the family brings up baby by being brought up by him. And that was said by child development theorist Eric Erickson. And I absolutely love this quote because I think that it is so true that you change and evolve within the family unit. Each time a child is born, the dynamic shifts. You shift, your partner shifts, and you enter this incredible new phase with your sweet baby, right? And everyone is growing and learning together. And so in today's episode, that's what we're touching on. We're touching on some of those really fun growth moments that are common throughout parenthood and that I have definitely been having as a new parent. (laughs) So if you've been a listener on this show, you know that I've been working with babies and young toddlers for over 10 years. And in that time, I worked in the classroom setting and then I started working in the home settings. And so I'm very familiar with things like putting baby to sleep, changing diapers, and really existing in their world as I implement Montessori, you know, along the way. But while I am implementing with my own child, it is so familiar in a lot of ways, but of course, it is totally different in others. (laughs) And today I will be highlighting some of the things that ended up being new or growing opportunities in hopes that it can inspire your experience too, or maybe even offer just a little, oh yeah, I've been there, or a little giggle because, you know, days with babies are so silly and sleepy and (laughs) these are just totally real things that we end up experiencing. And the first thing I want to talk about is that babies are constantly changing. And this is an idea that we've kind of gone over on the show in season one. So Dr. Montessori describes how the child is a new child every day. And I absolutely love this concept. And it's based on the way their brain literally works. 
as well as just taking that mental approach that we can, that they're a new child every day, because it frees that limitation that we may unconsciously have so that they can reach their highest potential. And it's so, so true. I am truly experiencing this with my son as each day really, really brings something new. (laughs) He's bringing new skills and new observations, new levels of awareness. And it is so much fun for me as his mom to watch the growth. It's just really, truly so much fun. So for example, he changed so much in his feeding habits, of course, but essentially when he was born, he was in the NICU. As you may know, if you listen to episode one of this season, all about my Montessori birth story. So he was in the NICU and he took breast milk in the bottle initially. Um, and I was pumping, of course. And so when we had initially started feeding him, he was in a sideline position and he was getting paced feedings and we would try to keep him awake because he's a sleepy eater. And then, you know, over time, he just really showed that he just loved his food. <laughs> and my goal and, you know, what I thought would be a good situation for us because every baby's feeding journey is so beautifully different and unique. And so whatever you do for your baby is beautiful. But essentially, we did transition onto the breast. But I also wanted to keep bottle feeding so his dad could also feed him. And oh my gosh, now he is holding his own bottle with a little support, of course, and going up nipple flow and just drinking so much more than before. And I discovered all these things just by following him and allowing him to be and essentially just rolling with his rhythm. (laughs) So if you're able to learn, you know, the art of observation, you can really use it as an incredible tool and follow your child in that way. So for example, when he began showing interest in the bottle itself, initially when we would feed him, we would just, you know, bring the bottle to his mouth and, and, you know, then he would open his mouth and then he would eat. But when he started showing interest in the bottle itself, when his eyes would start to, you know, get kind of stimulated, and he was just obviously showing interest, I would hold it out in front of him and see if that interest would drive for him to reach it. And it eventually did, actually not that long ago. (laughs) And he's basically holding it on his own now and so excited about it. And as am I, of course, because, oh my gosh, my baby is just learning so much. And I'm so excited to just be here supporting him on his journey. It's So much fun. Anyway, so that's just one small example of how they shift and change and learn so quickly. But that's why infancy is so, so special because so much happens so fast and we have all these amazing tools to be as ready for them as possible. And part of being ready is where my second point hits and that's we as their parents also change so much. I know the mother's physical body literally changes during and after, you know, having a baby. And both parents definitely change so much on their own and together. And it's so interesting because in my new role, I'm learning so, so much about myself as a mother, as a co-parent. And, you know, even though I've worked with babies for forever, really, that just means that I had the teacher piece down, you know. I do really have this curiosity and fascination for the infant mind and just a true love for helping children grow that I've been so excited to share with my baby. And it feels like I do finally get to share everything I've learned with my child. And I'm so grateful to be able to. But navigating this new role as a mother is so new to me. And, you know, I in my own self have changed too. 
my approach about Montessori and child development and how I work with children, that's still the same. But, you know, myself and everything I knew myself to be is changed. It's shifted, it's evolved and in a really beautiful way. And so in a sense, I'm kind of rolling with the tides with my own self as well, (laughs) kind of discovering myself in this new role. So things I once did, I am slowly but surely getting back to do it again. So things that, you know, filled my spirit, things that I really loved to do. One thing that I really find joy in is cooking. And I love the event of creating a meal. So planning a recipe, maybe a themed one, or one that relates to the season we're in. Like, for example, we're in fall. So all the lovely fall recipes we get to break out now. Like, I really love making potato leek soup. I think it's so delicious. And I'm so excited to break that out. But anyway, I love turning on some music, maybe jazz or blues music, having a glass of wine, and really feeling that creative cooking experience in the kitchen. So getting whiffs of all the scents and chopping things up and watching all the flavors melt together and, you know, making it a whole event. And while I haven't had too many of those moments recently, I actually get to include him in those cooking experiences later on, which everything, you know, but the wine, of course. (laughs) And that's what's incredible about Montessori is because you involve baby and what you're doing versus distract them so you can get things done. You really do get to share a lot more experiences whilst empowering them along the way. And right now he's four months and I'm essentially just talking through everything I do in the kitchen. And funny enough, currently in the kitchen, I am talking through everything I do. So it honestly feels like I'm on a cooking show because I'm sportscasting everything for him. But essentially, I'm saying things like, okay, so now I'm going to add in a little bit of olive oil. I'm going to take off the top, add in just a pinch, you know, stuff like that. But it's cool because once he's older, he'll get to actually be involved, you know, and the hope is that by then, the interest and the fascination has grown to such an extent that he just can't wait to help out at our family (laughs) mealtime. And the third thing that I want to highlight is that our own preparation is really never ending. So because baby is constantly shifting and because we are constantly shifting, the preparation itself also, you know, evolves and continues. And I, you know, I have been working with babies and studying baby development for a very, very long time. And I have a lot of education and trainings as well as field experience. But man, (laughs) let me tell you, it is so different with my own child. First, I've never done it this sleepy. (laughs) Uh, There was a time in my life where I was working in the classroom and going to college at night, and then I'd go home from night school and do assignments I had. And so, you know, I'd be up until 2 or 3 a.m., and then I'd wake up early and do it again the next day. Anyway, that kind of sleepy, the staying up late sleepy, is a totally different kind of sleepy, in my opinion. This sleepy, the new mommy sleepy, is a 24-hour sleepy where you're overwhelmed, not just by all the basic things we do with baby, like meet their needs and support their growth, you also then add on the other list of things that's been added to your home life. And then what I've found is there's also that overwhelming love that you now have, but it's also, you know, whatever personal stuff you're going through because postpartum is wild and this new role as a parent is totally new. And so it makes sense that we are so, so tired. And in that, creating the, you know, environment and everything it encompasses that I wanted requires preparation. And I knew that beforehand because in my experience, I've known and literally felt the importance of being prepared. So the prepared adult and how it can truly make or break the experience. So I did a lot of prepping during my pregnancy. You know, I reread some parts of my favorite books, went through my Montessori materials and binders that are from my training. I took an online course about 
breastfeeding, and I went through other materials that I thought I needed. Interestingly enough, once my son was here, I feel like so much of that wasn't anywhere near the forefront of my mind, you know? (laughs) Initially, the goal was just mutual survival, and, you know, I had a reflex baby who had just exited the NICU, and so, you know, my mind was on, is his blood sugar okay? Is he eating enough? You know, stuff like that. But eventually, once I settled a little bit and got into a bit of a rhythm, I knew I had to make a continued conscious effort to remember the stuff that I had learned throughout the years. And it had to be conscious because, again, that sleepy state is something that I had never experienced before. And so I have literally been going through the Montessori Babies course that I'm teaching to remind myself and get back in the headspace. And the first few modules are that foundational information. So it's good to have before you begin or to go through immediately once you get the course. So I started by going through that just to kind of remind myself. And then I went through the non-mobile baby module, which again, just gives you pretty much everything you need for the first few months while they're non-mobile. And it's just really great because I did use this course to teach all my best information. Like essentially, it's my manifesto of infant development and Montessori baby info and tips and tricks. And so it was great to go back through that to remind myself in my current sleepy state. (laughs) In fact, my son is starting to sit assisted, spin in circles while he's on his tummy and is just so driven to move. Plus his pediatrician just told me that we can start solids whenever we're ready. And so I just went through the sitting, slithering, crawling and cruising module and the Montessori feeding experience module, and then addressing phases, transitions, and behavioral expressions, because that goes over things like stranger anxiety and separation anxiety, which is quickly to come, and, you know, how to positively redirect, because that is a huge piece of when they start to move. And so I am just getting ready, because so much is about to happen. And with mobility, of course, comes so many more amazing things that I am just so excited for. But essentially, the modules for me are really helpful to that continued preparation that I'm finding really, really helps, especially on those sleepier days where my mind is just foggy. (laughs) But whatever way you find your inspiration and your continued preparation and evolvement and growth and the things that reach your spirit, do that. These are things that are all just going to enhance this really amazing time in your baby's development. And so we are reaching the end of our show, but I am so excited to announce that our Montessori Baby Show just hit 100,000 downloads. I am so excited and honored and grateful for this incredible community and for everyone who has listened and is currently listening to our show. I am having the time of my life getting to know all of you wonderful parents and educators in our community. And, you know, infancy is a really, really, really special time in your child's life. You know, you're setting them up for a lifetime of learning and growth and joy. And I'm just so grateful that, you know, this show gets to be even a little small support or part of your day. So (laughs) thank you, thank you, thank you. And in honor of hitting that milestone, I am going to be giving away three scholarships to the Montessori Babies course. I'm having so much fun teaching and journeying through the course. And so this giveaway will be hosted on Instagram. You can find me at Baby Tour Guide. And so go give me a follow. I'm going to be posting about the giveaway soon. You guys, as my listeners, are, of course, the first to know. And when I do post about it, you'll get all the details about how to enter the giveaway. So anyway, so excited and thankful to have hit this wonderful milestone and can't wait to have the three winners join our course. 
Anyway, so that is about it for today's episode. Thank you to all of you rockstar parents and caregivers. You are so, so, so amazing for doing what you do every day. Thank you again for listening, and I will catch you in our next episode. Bye. Hey, it's Bianca, your baby tour guide here, hopping back in to say thank you again for listening to this episode of Montessori Babies. If you'd like to support your baby's earliest and most important years the Montessori way, I have a totally free masterclass that teaches the six essential steps to begin Montessori with your baby that gives you the exact, seldomly spoken about steps that I created after over a decade working with Montessori babies, families, and caregivers. You can register via the link in our show notes or in my bio on Instagram at babytourguide. Also, if you're enjoying my podcast, I would absolutely love if you'd leave a review to help other parents and caregivers find and join our community. Thanks again for listening to Montessori Babies, and I'll catch you in our next episode. Bye!